And we hope you had a fantastic weekend. Uh, today, it's, it's you know, I like to start every Monday by being positive, right? I mean, that's kind of the mm-hmm. way I start my whole week off, just getting refocused. To me, Monday is a new start. It you is, know? Scarlett. I, don't, I really don't, you know, Mondays I don't dread because of that. But today, it's just really kind of bittersweet because it really is the truly last day that producer David is here. And last us. days of David. It I'm, is a new start for me. It is. It's exciting. As soon as, s- as soon as we wrap up the show, I'm heading straight to Detroit to go for training and observation for to begin my new career. Your new so, life. Since you're a videographer, do you have to provide your own camera no. for this? Oh, I okay. mean, I do have my Ooh. own equipment, but I get to use new, fancier stuff that I've never got to use but always wanted to, so I'm really excited That's about exciting. that. That's exciting. Awesome. And That's you're going to get a Mac to do your editing on? Yes, which is great. So I don't have to bog up my own computer. Right. So, and that's what I'm used to working with, Max. Man, how would somebody give me a Mac? That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, I'd yeah. like a new camera, too. Yeah. <clears throat> well, so, I think he's working with probably like those big TV Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, <laughs> oh, it's a legit big, big camera that you're going to name. Equipment. You're going to name I've, her. I might as well. I didn't think about it. I might as well. I like yeah. to name other things. <laughs> like my vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> so true. That's yeah, a bittersweet feeling. Uh, speaking of tech, uh, Murphy, I got to tell you about the new Alexa thing you can do. As of last Friday, this came out. Uh, What's that? You know how we do, uh, we've talked about this before, you can do dropping in. It, we, you have the different yeah. echo dots in all the rooms and you can drop in on feed. Which is and really say, just an intercom is right. what it is. Yeah. Well, now uh, Amazon has come up with something called Alexa Announcements, which connects all of the devices together. Instead of just dropping in on Phoebe, you can use Alexa Announcements and it will drop in on everything in your house Which at is, one time. So that's a PA system is what that is. Yeah, basically. You can say, Alexa, announce, come upstairs for dinner or come downstairs for dinner. I need this. Boom. Every Echo or every device you have in the, ca- the house, it will tell them. When you said that, come to dinner, I know I need this, don't I? I need this because I'm always yeah. trying to get people to come do whatever, dinner mm-hmm. mainly. And what you could also do, though, is like the morning announcements like you used to get from the principal in school. <laughs> oh, cool. Attention students, good morning. Right, this train is leaving the station in 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. on the uh. weekends. Good morning, kids. Donuts in the kitchen in five minutes. Yeah. Man. So it's called That's Alexa cool. Announcements if you want to try it out. That's just a fancy word for saying it's a toy. Yeah. You gotta get on that. Mm-hmm. Alright, look, coming up Later this hour, um, producer David is going to pass the torch to producer Bailey, who is officially, learning, yeah, I learning know a we're lot. Making it ceremonial. He okay. needs a few things if he's going to fill the producer's shoes. That's right. Coming up, Sam has music news. Uh, yeah, Britney Spears apparently putting her foot down as far as Kevin Federline wanting more money now. Sam's got music news. Oh, we all know now that uh, Kevin Federline, Britney Spears' ex, is looking for more money and child support. I'm not, I never, ever, ever want to say that I'm with Kevin Federline, but children do get more expensive as they get older. Yeah. Well, is, does he have a legitimate case about this? Well, or? his whole thing so far, he's getting $20,000 a month now. Oh, uh. Okay. I don't think they're that expensive, are they? Uh, well, I guess it depends on where you live and what kind of care you're giving, right? And, you know, he's you know saying kids are older, Britney's making more money, which I don't think should fall into it. But anyway, uh, he wants, now we finally have a figure on what he's looking for. He's looking for 40000 a month. An ex, an extra so 20. double. Yeah. Double. Uh, and Britney's dad, who is kind of in charge of everything, has said, hey, show me your tax receipts, show me your pay slips, let me know you're doing something. He hasn't been able to uh, show any of that stuff yet, and so apparently Britney has actually spoken up now and said, "Wow, um, no, not forty thousand. Good, good, no. Brit, Brit. That's so, good to hear. Very good. I'm sure, that before they head to court, they'll probably come up with some number in between. Yeah, somebody else is going to have to just decide and say this is it. 
Right. Stop. Because you do know that 20. Kevin is the custodial parent. He does have uh, custody of the kids, and Brittany gets the visitation and all that. So that's wow. why. Oh, I forgot about that. If you're that. wondering why she's paying and him. And foots the bill. That's yeah. interesting. Okay. Yeah. So anyway. Now, Murphy and Jody, which of your daughters is the Yellow Submarine fan? Actually, Phoebe both Moore. of them are, but Phoebe, our youngest, is. Hey. Uh, 50th anniversary is this year, the Beatles' Yellow Submarine, the movie. Yeah. Uh, And so they're going to re-release it to certain movie theaters July the 8th. It's all been digitally enhanced. Yeah. The soundtrack has been digitally enhanced, if you want to check that out as well. Uh, So July the 8th for a limited time run. You're going to have to find out where, what theaters it's coming to. You'll have to research it. Murphy, I didn't know this, but the Beatles actually didn't provide the voices for the movie. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, if you listen to it, you can tell it's not really John Paul Ringer, but it's a... It's, it's a strange movie, but it's a good it's one. It's odd. Yeah. We have a yellow submarine in our living room. Phoebe got the Lego set, right. put it together, and we have that thing like on a shelf. You know, nobody touches it, mm-hmm. but it's there. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. All right. Love to hear from you. 877-310-4MSJ. Who do we have on the way, David? Well, I have Emily on hold. And if you thought the story of Murphy eating chicken while driving was bad, wait to hear this one that involves a turkey <laughs> leg. We love, love hearing from you. So give us a call anytime you want to jump into the conversation. 877-310-4MSJ. You can also get us on Instagram or Facebook. How are you, Emily? Good. I'm so glad I'm getting to talk to you guys this morning. You uh, make my drive to work every morning a lot better. Oh, thank you. Thank you for that. I'm glad. What's up? The reason that I'm calling is um, when you were playing the recap of the podcast yesterday about the fried chicken story, which was hilarious, by the way. (laughs) Yes. It it made me think back to something funny that happened in traffic several years ago. Yeah. So I'm going down this road, and it's got three lanes of traffic going each direction, right? And it's very busy. And so I'm riding, and I look over, and I see this lady has something, like, big in her hand, and she's eating it. And I'm like, what in the world is this lady? But I couldn't tell, so when we stopped at the light, I looked over again, and she's eating, like driving and eating one of these huge turkey legs, like you get at the like in festivals, whatever. Wow. right? Yeah. <laughs> in traffic, I'm like driving and eating that, ridiculous, right? Right. I guess with a turkey leg, you could hold it with one hand and eat it. But to me, it's still messy though. It's still a yeah, right. Yeah, that's like trying to eat nachos and dry. Yeah, or yeah. <laughs> right. Did you give her a look? Uh, I mean, I was staring just because I don't think she even looked up. She was enjoying the turkey <laughs> leg, but I was staring because I was like, "Is this for real?" It was just funny. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. I would have done a double take too, Emily. Thank you for the yeah, call. and of course this all based on Murphy ordering. We were trying to go somewhere, and we were going to eat on the on the drive, right? And we all got like tacos. Me and the girls and Murphy, you ordered fried chicken, chicken and mashed potatoes and mashed and potatoes. So look, you know, and, and, and the good news is we were in a parking lot, and that's where we stopped and actually ate. Well, we I had didn't try to, stop. to drive that way. Like, I can't even imagine. I don't think there's an easy way, period, to do a turkey leg. In fact, to me, the Mister Safety part of me would think. That's really greasy. What yeah. happens if you have to grab the wheel and, you know, Slippery do wheel. You know, throw the turkey leg down ah. and then your hands slip off the wheel? What? You yeah. know? Anyway, okay. You know, the whole him ordering chicken and mashed potatoes, Sam, mm-hmm. in um, the drive thru and then realizing, wait, we're driving. I got to pull over so we can eat this. 
There's another part of that story I did not tell you that was also like... It's even better. Oh, my gosh. Let's do that next. So, Sam, the one part of the story of Murphy ordering fried chicken on the way out of town when we were um, on the way to our Easter getaway... And mashed potatoes. Yeah, well, we were driving... We had like a four-hour drive to see family, and um, so on the way out, everybody's hungry, so he pulls into a double fast food situation mm-hmm. where it's KFC and Taco Bell, and I really was nervous because, Murphy, you get confused at the drive through I don't know why it happens to well, you. I, I guess I, it's because you're actually, honestly, I'm going to lay a compliment on you. I feel like people who are super intelligent hit roadblocks with those everyday simple things i don't know why that's so been wait, my experience is this a compliment <laughs> i'm saying that you're super intelligent but the drive-thru scrambles your brain you're intelligent but you can't handle a drive-thru anyway it's, um the funny part of the story is that we were going to eat in the car to make up time so we could get there but you were not thinking about driving and eating you were thinking about what do i want to eat and you ordered chicken Real chicken with bones in it and mashed potatoes. Well, and I wasn't thinking about driving. We went up parking, okay, just so that you know. Obviously. I, I didn't want, you know, I wasn't in the mood for Taco Bell just because I was driving and, you know, you never know. So, so chicken's better. No, I'm not saying it's better. I'm just saying, I mean, to me, a taco, I will probably wear a taco while I'm driving. Yeah. I guess I would wear fried chicken too, but it, Honestly, I Honestly, when fried chicken's a choice, it's always your first. I mean, that's just the way that it goes. I think and that's, that's what I succumb to. It's like, yeah. Totally yeah. Original recipe, baby. <laughs> yeah. Come on. What I forgot to tell you is that once Murphy realized, oh man, I ordered fried chicken that I we can't hit the road now we got to eat so he pull you pull the car around to turn around and park but because you got all these bags and you're handing straws back to the back seat and I'm trying to help you as much as I can he did one of those curb things and he didn't realize it and he went boom <laughs> over one of the I don't know what you call it. Speed bumps? Not just a parking speed bumps. Parking bumps. Uh. And so our whole car went ba-boom. Oh, I the- thought it was a curb. I mean, I told you yesterday, I know I'm acknowledging I'm a curb clipper. It's what I yeah, do, Yeah, last apparently. week you were saying that. But yeah. uh, anyway, so the girls, they had just opened their quesaritos or whatever. Oh, did and it's they like, spill when that happened? Sort of a little. Oh, I didn't know that. So, yeah. There was that part of the story, too. It was just a hot mess. Mashed potato gravy everywhere. I think you saved your mashed potato. Oh, I didn't open a thing till the car was in park. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. All right, Producer David, your last day. What are your last wishes here? Well, I have some things I need to give to Producer Bailey, some things that he needs in order to succeed as a producer. Excellent. So today's producer David's last day with us as producer David. Yes. Uh, moving on to your tomorrow other, he becomes David again. Which is regular <laughs> Just David. David. Yeah. Oh That's, man, that uh, doesn't have the nice ring to it. Sorry, it you took yeah. another job. <laughs> well, so he thinks when he tries to walk out of the room, that's when he'll realize there's a chain around his ankle. Uh-huh. Okay, okay, okay. So you wanted to pass the torch here Yeah, because you'll still have producer Bailey, and Yay. that has a good ring to it, too. And yeah. It does. It does. Bailey, I just want to talk to you. Like, do you, I mean, let me know, like, do you have any questions? What are you, like, most excited for? What are you that's dreading loaded. the most? <laughs> I don't know. It's, I mean... So far, it's been pretty great on the uh, on the intern side of it, I guess. Yeah. And, and so now moving into the full the full producer thing is it's nerve wracking because there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff I need to keep on top of. 
there's a lot for you to do, but we really want you to know. I mean, David's going to be a good source for you. You're going to answer his text and phone calls, right? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> do not be a stranger. Like, do not hesitate to ask anything. Like, right. I will always have my phone on me and be able to help you with anything you need. Right. And But even, I really want to know about the little things. Like, have you, I know you sit in the, your chair that where you edit, you know, do yeah. your video work and stuff. Has it ever fallen down on you? Oh, my. I, <laughs> the chair is the, it's probably the worst part part about being in the spot that I am because oh. I have to I sit down I sit down in the chair and the chair just goes slowly it just sinks oh, slowly wow. down and I'm it's sure I'm making those, note of that gotcha <laughs> need a better chair for I was so, whenever produce, former producer Emily left I remember I was so excited I was like I get the good chair and yeah. now Bailey you oh, get yeah. the good chair and also wait. if you look at this there's this jacket that producer Emily left for me and so oh, no you way. can have it because the problem with this good chair is that it's underneath the vent and the vent right. gets very cold in the morning so this is the special Ooh. producer's jacket that Yay. I'm passing you know, down to you. That's incredible. You know, can I tell you something? The, from the first day that I walked in here, I've had my eyes on that jacket. Good. <laughs> yeah. Telling you. Perfect. My good question is, jacket. has this jacket been washed? Uh, maybe. It still has a producer Emily's initials in it. Yeah. In it so she never comes back to claim it. Yeah. yeah, and she did smell pretty good, so you know, if the, if the yeah. scent's still there. I'll wash it if you want me to, Bailey, but yeah, the jacket stays here. Just a different person puts it on. Kind of like the Masters. Yeah. Well, Bailey, we are excited. We're excited for you, David. We're going to miss you, though. Are you, gonna, are you coming back anytime soon, David? Well, let's make a plan. Just when you're, when you're passing through town. And Bailey, you're good with the title Producer Bailey. You don't want Captain <laughs> Bailey, like that shrimp boat we saw, right? Oh, yeah. No, no. I think Producer Bailey's great. But, Excellent. you know, Captain Bailey's acceptable. On certain right, good Captain. days. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. So remember we told you that the Duffer Brothers were being sued over Stranger Things? Yeah, God they, claims it was his idea. They've spoken up about it. Maybe you should be scared. Tell you next. <laughs> Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Okay, guys, remember we were telling you the other day that um, Stranger Things, the produ- well, the creators, the Duffer Brothers, were being sued by a- oh, by a guy who claims it was all his idea. Right. His name is Charlie Kessler, and he met with the Duffer Brothers at a film festival um, in, in like 2013 or something right. like that, and pitched his idea to them, which was strangely. <laughs> like Stranger Things, right. he says. That's what he's claiming. So I guess he took some time to get himself together and decided, you know what? Okay. Years. You know, I know. Like season two is already done. Season three is <laughs> on the way. Mm-hmm. But he says, I'm suing and I'm definitely suing for money. And the Duffer Brothers were quiet. We were doing this story last week, and it's like nobody at Netflix said anything. And uh, Matt or Ross Duffer had not said anything. Well, I guess they were taking their time to get themselves together, which is how you do things, right? Right. You don't automatically say stuff. You get all your ducks in a row. You do. Well, the Duffer Brothers (laughs) finally kind of have spoken out and said they provided emails from 2010, Uh which is well before they even met this guy. You know, at this film festival and talk to him for however long that from 2010 that show that they were working on a real paranormal, gritty 80s show also okay. called Montauk, which is the same. Which title. is the same thing that he said he, he, he ended up doing a right. film called that and it was 80s ish and it was paranormal. But the Duffer Brothers had this in the works three years before they even met the guy. So they have proof now. They have proof now that this is their this is their jam. Okay. This is their jam. And that's what they're saying. This is what it proves. We don't know what this other guy is going to do now. But um, I, I think let's stop the distraction and get them focused on season three. Yeah. Yeah. I think we leave this up to the lawyers and the courts. And, you know, that's if, what if I want. they've got all the proof and he claims he's got the proof, somebody will work it out. Such a distraction. Yeah.
Such a uh, nasty thing. Okay, moving on. Russell Crowe. Remember we were telling you that this month in April he was going to be doing a divorce auction. Oh, yeah, yeah. Getting rid of the stuff from his marriage. A bunch of his, not just his marriage, but a bunch of his movie memorabilia, Mm -hmm. like even stuff from Gladiator. Will you move your helmet and tell me your name? My name is Gladiator. Father to a murdered son. This happened on Saturday night. He is getting divorced and they're splitting up all their stuff. Right. And they got rid of a ton of stuff. Movie memorabilia, artwork, instruments. Um, he made $3.7 million. Wow. He and his wife made three point seven. One of the biggest things was the breastplate he wore in Gladiator. Yeah. And this happened on his 54th birthday Saturday night. Man. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 7.55. The world got a new Star Wars trailer last mm-hmm. night. Solo, a Star Wars story, and it is good. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Coming up, our favorite thing is to hear from you. And actually, we got a couple of different messages we want to hit up in the 24-hour voicemail that came in over the weekend from 877-310-4MSJ. It's next. All right, coming up in just a little bit, our Phoebe took a babysitting class the other day. Mm-hmm. And um, she learned something at this class that I think every family should know and maybe implement so uh, we're going to do that on the way. Is this something that we have done or not done, Jody? Um, we've not really done this specifically. Wonderful. So we really want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, lots going on around here. This is producer David's official last day as our producer. Yay! Uh, no, that's oh, not yay, Sam. Wow, Sam. Jeez. Oh. <laughs> um, losing the best looking one of us, I can tell you that. So anyway. <laughs> well, certainly the most fit of all of us, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Gonna miss those uh, guns. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm saying what, what David has got up here apparently is all falling down here for me in the stomach area. Oh, you you're know? precious though. You're fine the way you are. Thanks, Jody. You okay. like that, Sam? You love the way Jody yeah. put that, huh? Yeah. You're yeah. fine the way you are and you've got guns. You just don't show them. Uh, are you saying I'm hiding them under the long sleeve shirt here? They're just not loaded. <laughs> out, of, out, of, out of modesty. Yeah. Right. Thank you, Sam. They're fine. So anyway, David, you know, yes, it is. We're, we're sad to see you. I mean, we know you're going to come back and visit from time Absolutely. to time. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Um, but uh, we've, we've been getting a, a lot of phone calls, a lot of Facebook posts, uh, and some messages in our 24-hour voicemail. So we want to share one of those with you now from 877-310-4MSJ. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. 24-hour voicemail. I know this is David's last day. I'm sorry I lost my voice. I had a little cold. But I just wanted to say good luck, David. Good luck with your new job. I'm going to miss you. I'm going to miss you being part of Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Aww, and I just spot. want to wish you the very, very best. I ask that you please stop by at Christmas time and be part of the family again because your family is not only in the studio but outside the studio. And I just really um, ask that you don't forget. Good luck. And we're looking forward to man bun taking over. <laughs> and I just want to wish you the very best. Man bun man being producer bun. Bailey, who had to uh-huh. step out. Um, uh, producer uh, Bailey has long, beautiful hair. Mm-hmm. Like his hair is healthy and long and looks like headbanger hair. Oh, that's but, right. I mean, if he were standing in the tower, he could drop it for us to climb, right? I mean, yeah, let's not give him nicknames yet, though. <laughs> I'm man bun. No, I don't want to do that. Thank you for leaving us that, that is, Paul. Isn't that Andy. nice, David? That is yeah. really sweet. Oh, absolutely. That's very sweet. And I will for sure better be here when Santa comes during Christmas. Yes. Yeah. It's yes. my favorite time. I know. 877-310-4675. Anytime you want to join us. Don't do it, Sam. Don't call Bailey Rapunzel. <laughs>
Jody, if you remember going into the weekend, I made you a promise for something I would do. Oh, Sam. Oh, wait. Did you? Oh, calm down. Oh, did you watch The Devil Wears Prada? I don't understand Woo! why it's so difficult to confirm the point. I know. I'm so sorry, Miranda. I actually did confirm last night. Your incompetence do not. Yeah, you know. Uh, awesome. How yeah. great was that movie? That's funny. I don't remember Jody requiring that. We talked. In fact, ab- she, she didn't even talk about it over the weekend with us. You know, it wasn't like the. I wonder if Sam was watching Devil well, Wears Prada. Well, of course not. Well, yeah. It's a good thing I don't just do that all weekend. I wonder what Sam's doing this weekend. So, what did you think? Isn't it funny? You know, Isn't and, it and great? I know you're going to say, yo, that's how you always respond. Oh, you didn't like it? No, because... Okay, Eeyore, what's no, wrong with it? I, you know, I do love rom-coms, but I... I it's not a rom-com. Yeah. It's about a girl discovering who yeah, she is. Yeah, and I think that was the problem with me. There wasn't the guy. I know there was God. There oh, were so guys. you need a romance I need a romance. Why? I need a romance really? and a story about a romance. It just isn't, it didn't. I know it's an older movie, but it's a good movie. Oh my God, it's yeah. so funny and it's so wonderful. And I mean, Meryl yeah. Streep is hysterical, right? It did have its, yeah, they had funny moments. I liked Emily Blunt, like Meryl Streep. It, it, it just wasn't there for me. Whatever. And I, and I kept waiting. I'm like, okay, it's going to kick in. I'm just going to kick in. Make it something that speaks to girls more so. I want to say, I thought it was a lot of fun. I love the fashion aspect of it. I was waiting for every single time that every girl was on the screen to check what she was wearing because it was about fashion, her working in the fashion industry. Yeah. And the the costumes and all were awesome. But it but, can't be just a girl's movie. I enjoyed it with you, too. Well, Jerry. yeah. You're easy. Yeah. You're, you know, he, Sam's Eeyore. You're Tigger, you like everything. You're fine. You just bounce around. So where? But is it's it gonna... about a girl finding, figuring out who she is, and being okay with who she is. And yeah, and it's so awesome. And I'm kind of glad she stuck with the guy she was with. Exactly. The... I, I don't know where. A, a sequel would go. Do you think it's just going to? It's going to be. We, we talked about this. This was in entertainment news, which is why we brought it up. Emily Blunt, who played a supporting character in The Devil Wears Prada, um, they're talking about doing her story now. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't be a sequel. It would just be what became of her after Andy left gotcha. her life. Right. And she could because she's hysterical, Emily Blunt. Yeah. And was in the number one movie this weekend at the box office called The Quiet Place. Mm-hmm. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Can't believe you, Eeyore. All right. Um, coming up next, our daughter Phoebe took a babysitting class recently, uh-huh. and she learned something in that class that I want to share because I think every family should know this. Come hang out with us after the show, Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. Hey, you never know what's going to happen. We'll get a little more loose after the show. Do we? Well, I'm, I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. Once the alcohol starts flowing, no. <laughs> it's Monday morning, don't. <clears throat> okay, um, our Phoebe, who is 13, I have to realize that and say it when I say it. Hard to believe, uh, isn't it, Jody? She took a babysitting class the other day with a bunch of uh, other 13, 14-year-old girls. Did they give them dolls? Yes. She had a baby. She had... Um, Sw- they learned how to, sw- how to swaddle and mm-hmm. I'm like oh my gosh Phoebe I'm the best swaddler and she said I wasn't very good at it so you can work with me on that I'm like great I used to swaddle you so greatly I, I could still swaddle with my I'm, eyes closed you were I couldn't do that I could not Man. get either Taylor or Phoebe's blankets to fasten like they should it makes me happy mm-hmm. doing that but they did they covered a lot it was like an all day class and I went for the end of it, as most of the moms did, not just to pick up the kids, but there was a little graduation ceremony thing, and they got this book. But um, one thing that they kind of covered and summarized for everybody there, one important thing they learned, 
and I love this and I wanted to share it because it's important for every family. It's not just if your kid is babysitting somewhere. They taught them to, hey, if you're babysitting, Mm -hmm. you're in a different home, some place you've never been before, and there's something happening. Go through the cabinets. (laughs) And there's something happening that you don't feel comfortable with. Yeah. If somebody's making you feel uncomfortable or you're just uncomfortable, you don't feel safe, text your mom or dad or whoever I'm ready for you to pick me up now. Period. And that is, and you guys arrange ahead of time that that's your code code statement that you don't ask questions. Well, what's happening? I'm at dinner. What do you need? No. If your child texts you that, you just go pick them up immediately. Well, what do you do about the kids that are being babysat? I don't know. But if my kid t- tells sends <laughs> they me that, that part now, out, Sam. <laughs> that's the follow up no, class. I, I don't, maybe, an extra fifty dollars. Uh, <laughs> no, maybe you just show up and you supervise. All Actually, of a sudden. I mean, I think really the context oh. of this is supposed to mean if they're in an uncomfortable position, right? The, the, that that part is you know all bets are off. Yeah, yeah. they you covered know. everything in this class about you. I mean, that means that parental home. help is going to be there. You know what I mean? Right. So you're not going to necessarily leave the kids alone. But at least as a parent, yeah. On site to then make a decision. And there's no time to ask questions. It's get here now. And right. I love that. I think that every family should implement that. So for Phoebe, the statement is I'm ready for you to pick me up now. Period. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Since it's producer David's last day, David, I brought you something. I want to give it to you next. And I think everybody else is going to be jelly. Also, I have a couple. You know, Jody, you gave uh, producer David some conditions last week before leaving. Yes. yes. I got uh, two more that I want to add to the to the list. Sam has conditions, mm-hmm. David. Uh, Producer David, it's your last day, and I brought you something. Everybody else is going to be jelly, and you don't have to share. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Ta-da! Yes! <laughs> Snack mix! Okay, I'm not even going to pass it through Sam, because he'll eat it. I'm giving it straight to you. Okay. This is yours for your trouble and your trip. So Jody is known for a mix, and clearly it's not just for Christmas and anymore. It, it doesn't last long, I'll tell you that. There's it's no, a big bag. No extra? Yeah, it is a big bag. There's no extra. I only made a little bit for David, because I can't have it around, well, or I will eat it. Yeah, here's what I don't understand, Jody. How in the world did you make that without me knowing or seeing you know I didn't, how you I didn't get see totally any, focused on stuff <laughs> i didn't see a m&m's peanut container i didn't see yeah. anything you're no too worries. busy eating chicken and mashed potatoes that's right murphy anyway so that's for you thank you so much good I, for the flight yes i know you make me happy flying out today <laughs> you gonna open that up in here david <laughs> he doesn't have to okay so um, sam's making his play for the Sam, mix you have your conditions for david leaving i had yeah. a few last week Mm-hmm. Mine being stop by anytime when you pass through town. Easy. Um, share your animal rescue stories with me Done. since you're going to be <laughs> filming animal rescue. Mm-hmm. That's your new job, videographer. And then the third, please still remain my Game of Thrones guru and fan theory guru. Of course. Yay. Well, I'll still be here for that. I know, <laughs> Sam, but yeah, I know. David is you're more not of a the same guru. <laughs> yeah, and by the way, if you stop by, uh, make sure you bring coffee. Um, uh, I do have two, though, and I think you're going to like these, Jody. Number one is if I ever am stumped and I need a good idea for a gender reveal party, David. Hey, hey I'm your guy. Uh, you're going to get a text or an email from me saying, please help out. Yes. I'm all about it. When are you it. planning a gender reveal party, Sam? I'm going to say, Sam, you, you've already got five kids. Okay. Uh, yeah, I have kids who may have kids. Oh. Okay. We were just wor- thought worry. you were talking personally. You know, I can't do that anymore oh that's right you know thanks to medical science got it uh number two if i need a costume idea oh so true halloween or any or parties or anything you better actually ask me when halloween rolls around i definitely if y'all have need any ideas do like yeah any kind of costume idea we might hit you up for it awesome you have any conditions to add murphy oh no i thought you had three conditions sam you only had those two two. no Uh, two. okay 
No, it, fortunately for you, David, I have no conditions. Well, I guess I, my only condition is you should go and enjoy your cr- new career. Uh, yeah. Well, I do have one for you, Murphy. Or what? just for all of you. Keep the succulent alive. Yes. Oh, oh. Yeah. Okay. Sounds like code. Well, you know what? It does sound like code, but look. Yeah, David, they gave me the succulent for, for Christmas, and you revived it. I thought it they, a few great. weeks ago somebody pronounced it well, dead. Well, no. One of them There's dead. three little ones in this one small pot that has rocks glued onto it for some reason. Yeah. One of them uh, d- I took, isn't no, is no longer, but the I other two the are looking great. Out. Jody, yeah, you fixed it up. All right. Hopefully Bless it'll it on way out. I will water the succulent. <laughs> More code. Be sure to like us on Facebook when you get a chance today. That way you will always know when we go Facebook Live and when new posts are there and all that fun stuff. Jody, I know in, uh, over the years I have, in my cynical way, yes, uh, shot down pu- uh, puzzles. You know, and I yeah, know you, you think like they're boring? Wait a second, Sam. You mean actual puzzles, like a thousand pieces? Yeah. You, put them in the, you don't like uh, puzzles. Box of puzzles. You're not talking about Rubik's Cubes? And no, puzzles, ever since I was a kid, puzzles never did it for me. Okay. Just, did your like, parents ever do puzzles? No. Man, my well, grandmother well, did. Yeah. yeah. Every now and then you'd get a gift of a puzzle, and it's just like, really? Yeah. I got better stuff to do. But? Jackson, my uh, 14-year-old. Uh, bought a puzzle the other day, 750 pieces. Oh, that's doable. Uh, bet you didn't tell him anything, did you? Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> and it's a bunch of cats, you know, and it's oh, funny cat stuff. A cat puzzle. Yeah, cats. Yeah. Anyway, it's funny okay. cats. And so he and he was off of school last week for eat for a spring break. Yeah. And so he texted me, hey, you want to come over and help me do my puzzle? Uh, you know, so what are you going to say? Yeah. No, do it yourself. You don't yeah, like that, puzzles. That, that, <laughs> yeah. no, Jackson, you, you should know I don't like, yeah. I was going to say, parentally speaking, probably not the best no. answer. So, you know, I went over there and, and uh, I wound up spending three days doing this puzzle with Jackson. Wait, three, just, just an hour at a time? Like, <laughs> just three days? We didn't oh. budge for three days. <laughs> no, think, how much time per day do you think you spent? Probably at least an hour But so. don't you think it was quality time? It, not only that, it wasn't just that there was quality time and making jokes and having fun with Jackson, but it was like, it was relaxing. I didn't realize how relaxing the puzzle could exactly. be. Exactly. It's so now, not after, today. After a while, it kind of you got to walk away from you it. You do. Just cause it's, but I think that's what most people do. You know, I, I understand your cynicism about it, Sam, but I would think, you know, back to my grandmother, for example, who would lay a card table out, just like Jody's grandmother would do. Totally. And so for weeks, she, when she'd walk by, she'd just try to find a piece and, you know, yeah. and go on. And so now my fond memories, you know, are that my grandmother's not around to do puzzles anymore anymore for that matter my mother's not either yeah and those are fond memories yeah. now so yeah and you yeah. got to start with the edges first you guys did yeah, that and then that's what i showed jackson starting with the edges we were missing a few edge pieces and we finally found them great but it, it turned out to be at some one point i found myself in there doing it by myself because he walked off and he, he's right. like he went to play video games or something yeah. he's like hello <laughs> he goes yeah i just got tired of doing it and so i spent another yeah. half hour doing it by myself it's relaxing and refreshing and it's so not today it's so not I'm, a screen i, I think i'm gonna actually go buy my own puzzle now yeah it's relaxing until you get that one piece that you're trying to force in place that really doesn't fit but you think it yeah. does but you're gonna try to force it anyway i don't think metaphor. it goes yeah. there the cat's eye doesn't belong here coming up jody has your hollywood outsider so solo a star wars story trailer is here mm-hmm. and it's exciting even if you don't know anything about star wars Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So I'm excited about this new movie trailer called Solo, a Star Wars story. And I'm not even a Star Wars person because I watched it. Mm-hmm. And it's not one of these silly teasers where you get nothing. It's a 
fat trailer, and it is full of good stuff. It's okay? the Han Solo origin story. It's called Solo, A Star Wars Story, and I want you to know you're going to hear familiar voices because, yes, Amelia Clark is in this. Mm-hmm. She's Khaleesi from Star uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, um, that Amelia Clark. Woody Harrelson is in this, and of course, this is like the origin story about Han Solo, and nobody really knows what it's about, but here you can give it a listen and try to figure it out. You look good. A little rough around the edges, but good. Heard about a job. Big shot gangster putting together crew. I'm a driver, and I'm a flyer. I waited a long time for a shot like this. What do you think? Uh, Chewbacca! Yeah, I mean, I, I don't even know this story like mm-hmm. you do, and I, I was I don't excited know the, about this movie. But see, I don't know the origin story of Han Solo either. And you know what? Details about where their mission and what they're going to be doing has not mm-hmm. been released, but it was a really big trailer. Yeah, and it's, I think I know I, why it's working for you. It's Woody Harrelson. Yeah, I do like Woody. No, 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 it's just really beautiful. It looks very true to the Star Wars world. Right. And if I were you, Sam, I would be excited about uh, it. And you know who directed it, too? No. Ron Howard. <gasps> oh, my heart. Yeah, they lost their director like halfway That's through, right. and he stepped in and, and That's right. did it in Ron Howard It looks way. great. And what is it, those things that are flying through the air? They look good. TIE Fighters? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I didn't even know that one. Hey, it looks good. Solo, a Star Wars story. If you didn't catch the trailer, we'll put it on our Facebook page for you. It's so super good. I want to take you, speaking of big movies, um, and by the way, Solo, a Star Wars story lands at the box office May 25th to kick off summer. Memorial Day weekend. So really good date. Um, This weekend at the box office, uh, kind of a surprise, this horror movie that has very little dialogue and stars Emily Blunt. Um, It's called A Quiet Place. Who are we? If we can't protect them, we have to protect them. So why do they have to sound scary even in the preview? <laughs> they have to be quiet, this man, woman, and family, because if if they make a sound, that evil thing finds them. Yeah. So it's okay. a, it's called a quiet place, and it was number one, fifty million at the box office. Lord, everybody loves to be scared mm-hmm. of that. All right, coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 8.30, the Duffer Brothers respond to that guy who says, I wrote Stranger Things, not you. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Coming up, Mondays don't have to be a big bummer. We've got something really positive for you to start the week off. Jody's Good Thing. This story will make anybody feel better. Coming up this hour, producer David is going to pass the producer's torch to producer Bailey and give him some advice, and you're going to give him something, right, David? Oh, yeah, something he needs to succeed in this industry. Is this a present? Mm -hmm. Sort of, right? (laughs) Something producer Emily gave to me when I took her. Oh, Oh, perfect. I didn't know about any of this. Uh, So it's Monday. We want to start the week off with a little positivity. Good news. Jody's good thing. I need some good news. This is a cool story that I came across. Um, I have never been to Italy. Me either. Sam, you've never been. Murphy, I know you've never been. Well, yeah, we would have done it together, right? Exactly. I do like pizza, though. David, you've been to Italy, right? I have. Okay, so you know about the... Really? I'm I'm chowing down on Jody's snack mix she gave me. (laughs) Sorry, yeah. Okay, so Trevi, you've been to the Trevi Fountain? I have. It was in 2006. It's one of the most famous fountains in the world. It Mm -hmm. is so gorgeous. It was constructed in 1732. Mm -hmm. It's featured in movies and stuff like that. Chances are you've seen it. It's a famous place. After all these years... (laughs) 
The motor still works. <laughs> uh, there are people. Man, those Romans were geniuses, weren't they? <laughs> they take really good care of it. Okay, and what happens is millions of tourists all the time make a wish and throw a coin mm-hmm. into the Trevi Fountain. Did oh. you throw a coin in? I did. It was at night. I had a. a Cone of gelato in one hand and threw the coin in the other hand, and oh. it was an interesting night. Did your wish come true? I, I can't remember. It was twelve years ago. I can't remember. Oh, okay, okay. Well, anyway, the reason I bring it up is because so many people. Was it crowded when you were there, David? Absolutely, totally, extremely. It's a, everybody wants to see this, and so much money is thrown into this this fountain every single day. City workers in Rome they have to remove the coins with vacuums, high powered vacuums. Mm-hmm. And anyway, they have an agreement with the city government in Rome and a local charity that all the money goes to the city's poor and needy. So you throw a coin in that fountain, making a a wish for your life, and you are helping the needy in Rome. Because, and it's, by the way, it's a hundred, it's 1.5 million a year. Is that dollars or lira? I don't know. If you say one million, it's dollars, I guess. It's that's a, it equals though. about a million dollars a year. Yeah, I mean, to me, you know, it, that's probably better than if you go to Ireland and kiss the Blarney Stone. All you're going to mm. get is germs, right? <laughs> yeah, that's that's unsanitary. That's what I think. But I guess if we ever go, I want to kiss that too. Yeah. Jody's good thing. I need some good news, baby. Like well, so that's a happy way to start up Monday. Now we've got a reason to go to Italy, right? Make because a wish. Right. Sam, you know I've had this little cough sinus thing I've been dealing with for a few days. Right. And I thought maybe after the weekend it would be over. And it's not officially over. I'm still, still not feeling 100%. But you sound a little bit better, though. I sound a little better, but I've been coughing and stuff. Um, <laughs> I want to give a little shout out to Murphy for taking care of me this weekend. Aww. Because I, I think I overdid Friday. Right. And then Saturday I was I felt like I had been run over. I what, was, did you chill out and relax? I tried to, yes. I did. I took a nap. Yeah, you did. But um, it's you know it's tough for Jody to ever get fully out of the, the mode that she's always in, which is, well, we've got shopping to do, and we've got this, and we've got that, and the kids have to be there. So there's a certain amount true. of running around. Yeah, I mean, at one point you're like, I'm going to have some eggs. Oh, no eggs. Mom hasn't been to the store. Mom's well, that's sick. okay. <laughs> um, and t- you know, Phoebe had somewhere to be and all that good stuff. But so Murphy really took care of me. He right. brought me cough medicine when needed and told me to take a nap and covered Isn't me up. Isn't that what I'm, I'm supposed to do? Yes, but I'm not used to that. You know that. <laughs> I'm the caregiver type. Yep, so you are. You did a really good job. A couple of Thank other you. Murphy highlights from the weekend I want to share with you. All right. Uh-oh. Um, I was this folding. doesn't sound like it's going to be. At one point, I was folding clothes. Uh-huh. And when I do laundry, what do I do? Uh, you I catch up TV. on something on TV. I binge stuff. So I'm doing it again. I'm catching up on This Is Us. Are you and Mom all right? Stop it. We're fine. You don't seem fine. Oh, my goodness. Look, it's so marriage. Murphy walks through okay. and oh. stops. Stuff. He's standing there. I'm folding clothes. I'm sitting on the bed folding cold, watching. Yeah. And he's like. I didn't know Mandy Moore was in this show. <laughs> and I said, Clearly don't. you can tell I don't watch this. I held us. up my hand. I said, don't. You are not allowed to. I'm, I'm in like episode 14 of season one. I am in it, baby. Then probably one of my favorite parts of the weekend last night. Um, just a little time with the girls. We yeah. get around the fire pit last night, which is a gas burning fire pit. It's really pretty. Right. We're sitting around it. And the girls run inside to start taking baths and getting book sacks together and whatnot. 
and Murphy and I decide we got to go into. Yeah, it's time to go inside. Got to wrap that Sunday night up. And he's leaned over with his arms down and he's like, okay. And as serious as can be, tells me, tell it to shut off. You know, it's voice activated. <laughs> um, I know you didn't, don't think I'm that dumb. He was trying to get me to think that yeah. it was actually, he was going to turn it off. Right. I just wanted to hear you say turn off and then boom, the flame goes out. But you know. Such a sweet weekend with you. Worth a try. Yeah. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So that filmmaker who said he was going to sue the Duffer Brothers and is is suing the Duffer Brothers. Because Stranger Things was his idea. Right. He's saying that in 2013, he met the Duffer Brothers at a film festival and he pitched his idea for a paranormal 80s show to them Mm -hmm. about these kids who were undergoing testing at a lab. He ended up making a film called Montauk about that sort of thing. So if you want to look it up, nah. not anything I've ever heard of. Well, so Matt. Wait, and, so the guy already made the movie? Yes. Yeah, so Matt okay. and Ross Duffer had not said a word and neither had Netflix as of last week. So that didn't seem so great. Well, now they have spoken up and they've actually provided emails from 2010 uh-huh. that show they were working on a real paranormal gritty 80s show that was originally called Montauk. So they huh. now have written proof, documented proof that they were doing it well before they even met this dude. Gotcha. Yeah. So it seems well. to me it's kind of like you need to stop. You need to back up and let them make <laughs> season three and careful what you accuse people of. Now, this should stop it. And we hope that it will. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. You know, as long as I'm labeling myself, I'm a curb clipper. We yeah. already talked about that, right, mm-hmm. Sam? And so the other thing that I am, Jody... In the car? <laughs> no, this has nothing to do with the car. Apparently, I'm a toilet slammer, too. Uh, Wait, though. I thought you had the uh, slow-closing slow toilet we seats. We do. At home, and that is the problem, Sam. Uh, that actually is the problem. I'm conditioned to think oh, that every... Yeah. So I'm visiting in somebody's office the other day, and you know, I mean, to me, the polite thing is you just close it. That's that's what you do. It was a unisex bathroom. You slam it. Yeah, you mean after you use it? Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Correct. After. And and so I did, and I just completely forgot. I had a yeah. habit thing, and, and so bam, it makes that loud noise. And I do uh, that here at work all the time. I just I forget. forget. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I mean, because everything in the house is the. It, it, they, maybe somebody should pass a law where everyone in the in the country is a slow close. You know, yeah. easy. Well, I hear you and all, but I think noises are just a part of society. You can't, you know. I'm sure it's not the end of the world that you slam no, it. No, but it's scary and yeah. it, call, it draws attention. Yeah, I mean, you don't want any of that stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A library would be a great place for a slow closing toilet lid. Uh, no, that is a really good point. And totally I wonder true. if many libraries have tried that. Yeah. I don't know. So, see, Jody, you would never know that at home because, right, all of ours just, you know, it's you're the just easy. perfect. One at of home. the greatest inventions, I think, of the know. 21st century. All right, producer David, your last day here, and I brought you some mix mm-hmm. of our I've snack been mix. This mix. I want, and everybody likes it so much, and I understand it's the it's the combination of salty and sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, it I is, have to wait till Christmas to get mine, right? Or you can. <laughs> that's what I'm going to bring up. You know, you can make this. The recipe, of course, is at murphysamandjody.com. Sam, you could also make it any time. Wait, what? It's quite simple. Okay, I'm going to cover it with you. Not that you're not looking at a bunch of it right now. Right. It's peanuts. <laughs> I see. Yeah. It's M&M's, mm-hmm. peanut M&M's, mm-hmm. raisins, and chocolate chips. That's the basic five ingredients. You can add to it if you want to. I've had people 
put like coconut shavings in it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and that is good. <laughs> <laughs> that got your attention. Somebody woke up. It is really a good gift too. I, if you I'll, ever, well, that's what I was gonna say. I know I could make this myself, but there's something I like it more just knowing that it was given to me by someone Aww. else. That, David, it makes that it is, more special. I don't know why, yeah. but it just does. That is so true. And when Jody makes sandwiches, it's the same thing. I can't ever make a sandwich as good as what Jody makes. That's you trying to butter me up, so I'll no. make it for you. <laughs> no, it is. Um, you know, salads, same thing. Yeah. Now that I think about it, almost everything Jody makes. Okay. okay. <laughs> what I'm saying is also, if you ever want to gift give and you don't know what to give, mix works, David. So enjoy. We love, love hearing from you. So give us a call anytime you want to jump into the conversation. 877-310-4MSJ. You can also get us on Instagram or Facebook. How are you, Emily? Good. I'm so glad I'm getting to talk to you guys this morning. You uh, make my drive to work every morning a lot better. Oh, thank you. Thank you you for that. I'm glad. What's up? The reason that I'm calling is um, when you were playing the recap of the podcast yesterday about the fried chicken story, which was hilarious, by the way. (laughs) Yes. Uh, It it made me think back to something funny that happened in traffic several years ago. Yeah. So I'm going down this road and it's got three lanes of traffic going each direction right and it's very busy and so I'm riding and I look over and I see this lady has something like big in her hand and she's eating it and I'm like what in the world is this lady eating but I couldn't tell so when we stopped at the light I looked over again and she's eating like driving and eating one of these huge turkey legs like (laughs) get it though like in festivals right (laughs) (laughs) in traffic driving and eating that ridiculous right right (laughs) i guess with a turkey leg you could hold it with one hand and eat it but to me messy though it's still a yeah right yeah that's like trying to eat nachos and dry yeah Yeah. (laughs) right did you give her a look I mean, I was staring just because I don't think she even looked up. She was enjoying the turkey <laughs> leg, but I was staring because I was like, is this for real? It was just funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I would have done a double take, too, Emily. Thank you for the Yeah, call. and of course, this all based on Murphy ordering. We were trying to go somewhere, and we were going to eat on the, on the drive. Right. And we all got, like, tacos, me and the girls, and Murphy, you ordered... Fried chicken, chicken and mashed potatoes and mashed and potatoes. So look, you know, and, and, and the good news is we were in a parking lot, and that's where we stopped and actually ate. Well, we I didn't had try to, to drive that way. Like, I can't even imagine. I don't think there's an easy way, period, to do a turkey leg. In fact, to me, the Mister Safety part of me would think that's really greasy. What yeah. happens if you have to grab the wheel and you know, do slippery wheel, you know, throw the turkey leg ah. down, and then your hand slip off the wheel? What you yeah. know? Anyway, okay, you know the whole him ordering chicken and mashed potatoes sam mm-hmm. in um the drive-thru and then realizing wait we're driving i gotta pull over so we can eat this there's another part of that story i did not tell you that was also like it's even better oh my gosh let's do that next <laughs>